Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Off the Hook. Bearing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. What? Do what? Let the dogs out. You know what? Who let the dogs out? Who, who? Off the Hook, airing on offthehooksports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. Always available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Always available wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Nice as that with Amanda LaFrada. I'm Dave Hooker reminding you to press that subscribe and like button so we can show up and be a part of your day. We would love that. 8.30 live every morning as we stream on your favorite streaming service. Again, subscribe, like, and share. We certainly appreciate that. A big, big show on tap as Tennessee talked receivers yesterday. So we'll hear from Kelsey Pope, uh, Pope, Tennessee's wide receiver coach. First year. As a receivers coach, last year he was an offensive analyst, but certainly had some input into what Tennessee did offensively under Josh Heupel in his first year. Also on the program, we'll hear from Jalen Hyatt, and that's coming up very shortly. I thought Jalen Hyatt was so awesome yesterday and basically just saying – he didn't say I tanked. I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said last year – I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I saw Bayless Jones go on, and this year I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I just thought it was very inspirational. We all can make mistakes. We can be in a far different place in 24 hours, but certainly a year. And Jalen Hyatt's done that. And I think he's gotten overlooked because we want to talk about Brew McCoy, Amanda. But Jalen Hyatt was very highly rated as well. But first, good morning. How are you, Amanda? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm well. So uh, off and rolling, a lot of things going on. And I know you have uh, a story on the, the running backs coming up as well. So and then also we'll get to the down and dirty at 30. But first, I did get caught slightly unaware before we get to that. And that was so evidently Lincoln Riley and John Calipari have some issue who has issues you caught me like right before the show Stoops, mark stoops and john calipari are going at it oh mark stoops okay yeah. why so, don't riley have wait, an issue both, i don't know where i got that from but so they're both at kentucky yes why are they, are they really going at it or are we being played no they're really going at it okay Ted, this is the football coach and basketball coach at kentucky probably the one sec school where you don't go after the basketball coach but tell me what after him okay i don't know what's happened so i I, i've done a lot of (laughs) digging on the big 10 television contract and what that means for espn i did that yesterday done a lot of stuff to get ready for the show and he dropped something awesome on me like right before we start so i'm excited about it i want to hear about two coaches in the same athletic department going at it so give me that but First, it's brought to you by Honeybee Coffee. So Calipari is uh, Calipari is trying to get better facilities, and he's saying we're a basketball school. Like you need to honor that we're a basketball school. This is that we bring in the money, yada yada yada. And Stoops is like, uh, no. Let me tell you. Something. So, what if you, if you can tell me what exactly? was tweeted or said going back and forth. I, I remind people that mornings are better with uh, honeybee coffee. What's your catchphrase that you came up with? Go with the bee, not the... Not the bucks. Yeah, bee, not the bucks. Uh, when you're on the hunt for new coffee shops in Knoxville or Sevierville, Tennessee, they've got one for you, but you can also go to Honeybee Coffee and uh, check out Honeybee Coffee. Just Google them and you will be able to order the finest beans that are available, top 5% of beans. So go there and you can order online and you will be set. We highly recommend. I'm not a huge coffee drinker and I went there and I was absolutely blown away. Amanda is a huge coffee drinker. So you have the novice and you have the expert. Both give it a big thumbs up. That's what all the buzz is about. That's what all the buzz is about. Yeah, that that was Honeybee Coffee. That's that what all good. the buzz is about. Thank you. All right. So, so the Stoops Calipari thing, before I tell you what I learned about this Big Ten television contract that's going to come down in a couple of days and what it means actually for the SEC, what, what's this Stoops Calipari stuff? So, uh, Stoops Calipari issue is. I mean, he's he's retweeting things like Stoops is retweeting the football team has had more success than basketball the last four to five years, not even close. And Mark Stoops said, okay, so John Calipari said, this is a basketball school. Alabama is a football school. So is Georgia. No disrespect to our football team. I hope they win 10 games and go to bowls, but this is a basketball school. And so Mark Stoops retweeted that and was like, basketball school, I thought we competed in the SEC four straight postseason wins. Yeah, you don't like this if you're Mitch Barnhart, the athletic director at Kentucky. You don't like your coaches going at it. 
And, but what you don't like on a bigger level is being defined by either. You don't want to be defined as a football school because you have one of the blue blood basketball programs. You don't yeah. want to be defined as a basketball school because you are in the SEC. And that's a football conference. So you can see how this would be touchy either way. At the end of the day, I've never asked you this because as we get to know each other from a sports perspective, we know each other pretty well uh, on a personal perspective. But from a sports perspective, if John Calipari just wins one title at Kentucky with the talent he's had, is his career at Kentucky a disappointment? Because he's won one. Yeah. You're shaking your head. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's a disappointment. You should with it would be like saying, you know, if Nick Saban won one title with all the talent that he had coming in Alabama football, would it be a disappointment? Yes, it would. Has Nick Saban overachieved? Yes, he has. Has Calipari underachieved? Interesting. So if we're sitting here in 2022 and Nick Saban has three or four championships, we're saying he's had a great career, no doubt. Correct. But what he's done is over exceeded expectation anybody's like wildest expectation but he certainly hasn't fallen short if we were having a conversation of he had he's won one national title with all that talent for having that conversation in 2022 i think that would be a disappointing career yeah and i think calipari's having a disappointing career at kentucky i'm surprised to a large extent that kentucky fans are so okay with the fact that he's just won one national title. And they seem okay with the fact that they are an NBA factory of bringing these guys in and sending them to the end of the NBA. Um, but maybe they like to see a lot of talent on the floor. Why would you like to see the talent if you're not going to win? I, I, I don't know, but I, I'm really surprised that the outcry hasn't been stronger. Now, that being said, it is a one-and-done sport. It's not like football. Football is a game where the better team wins more times than not, right? I mean, yeah. basketball, the other team can have a hot shooting night. You can have a cold shooting night. And in the NCAA tournament, you're done. So I will cut Calipari or any other basketball coach credit for that. But ultimately, if he just walks away with one championship, I think that's a disappointment. So the down yeah, end, Yes, go ahead. You, you don't go into the NCAA tournament and get put out by – who St. Peter's of whatever? Not if you're Kentucky. That's an embarrassment. I'm, I, I, have, I have zero argument. Uh, it's, I have zero argument. So it is a basketball conference and a great place to watch basketball is Big Orange Phillies. Big Orange Phillies is the home for family fun in North Knoxville. As we get to the down and dirty at 30, we stream live at 830 each and every day. So. We'll get you all the news uh, to get you set for the show. We've got Coach Lance coming up as well and Big Orange Bingo. But they might not have bingo at Big Orange Phillies, but they've got – Big Orange Bingo? Did I call it? No. It's message board bingo. Sorry. They might not have bingo. (laughs) They might not have bingo at Big Orange Phillies, but they are going to have several players, including Princeton Bant. Uh, They're going to have uh, Latrell Bumpus, and that's August the 21st. And they're also going to have Jabari Davis, a former ball. So Bant and Bumpus, of course, play for Tennessee right now. They'll have Jabari Davis, and they're going to have free autograph posters, and they're going to have all kinds of food and drink specials. August 21st, we'll be there and looking forward to that. Big Orange Phillies right there in North Knoxville. So, Amanda, some, some more news that I wanted uh, to get to, the down and dirty at 30. I thought this was 
super cool and tell me if I'm being fanboy here, but the NBA will honor the legacy of Boston Celtics legend Bill Russell by retiring the number six jersey. Here's where I stand on jerseys. I don't believe in retiring a lot of jerseys. I wouldn't retire. I wouldn't have retired anybody at Tennessee's other than the the four players who were killed in World War II. They had been retired you know, fifty years ago. Certainly, they, I understand that. That's a special circumstance. But I wouldn't have retired any other players. Now, I thought in the end they picked the right ones that they did. Um, in, in Peyton Manning and Al Wilson, and I believe the, Doug Atkins was the other. But you know, ultimately, I don't like retiring jerseys in college. I'm more of a statue guy. But I, I like the fact they're retiring number six, and I think Bill Russell is incredibly overlooked. As we have the conversation of best NBA players ever, he doesn't come up in it. So I thought it was cool, but I'm a Celtics fan. So tell me if I'm being fanboy. I don't think you're being a fanboy. I think that he did a lot for the sport. Um, I think he doesn't. He doesn't come up in a lot of these discussions as best best basketball player because he wasn't as flashy, right. <clears throat> and he was farther back than you know the Michael Jordan and the and the um, LeBron James, who I just cannot even stand, and the Kobe Bryant's. Like he wasn't as flashy. It wasn't as I feel like as centered around one player. It was more of a team kind of deal. Well, and what's sexier, a great defensive player in the post or Steph Curry chucking up threes from half court? I mean, that's sexier, the latter. I mean, so. I can't even think of Steph Curry as sexy. Well, yeah, scintillating. How about that? So Bill Russell also did something else that was incredibly unsexy is he wouldn't swat the ball out of bounds. He would tip it so they could start a fast break on a block. That that's still players to this day still don't do that, Amanda. I'm like, you don't have to swat it in the 18th row. That is not necessary. The other thing that Bill Russell did is he was just fantastic with buddying up with Wilt Chamberlain, who he knew he was going to meet in the finals, taking him to dinner before the games going on cross-country trips to promote um, integration. And not that it wasn't well-founded, but he buddied up with Wilt. So Wilt didn't feel as bad about getting beat by Bill Russell. He played the long game. You want to hear the craziest stat, and then we're going to get to football. You want to hear the craziest stat you'll ever hear? Yeah. So in college, in the Olympics, and in the NBA, Bill Russell – Played 21 elimination games. 21. Do you know the stat? How many did he lose? Zero. That is unheard of. That's insane. <laughs> this is 21 and 0 is, is absolutely insane. So yeah. um I I wanted to get your thoughts on this before we get to some SEC news real quick. Trevor Bauer, because you've had some strong thoughts on the Deshaun Watson thing, and I appreciate your perspective being female, but we have, and you're probably more familiar with the Johnny Depp situation, but now Trevor Bauer uh, allegedly sexually abused uh, a lady, and she he is now suing her for defamation. Is this the next step in the evolution of our legal court system, is that we're going to have it go back and forth, kind of like that Amber Heard situation? And maybe it should. It should. That's the only fair way to do it. You shouldn't be able to, if you, if you file a lawsuit against someone or you say, okay, they sexually assaulted, harassed, you know, 
what, what have you, and it didn't actually happen, they should be able to sue you back because your name's not in, in those papers. You know, you're anonymous. You should be able to be sued back. There, there is a rule about being a public figure, um, and there's a different standard for defamation. There's a different standard for libel and slander. But still, I think some of these, there's no question. I've seen them. And you know, A.J. Johnson at Tennessee was a prime example. I, I, I'm not saying they were baseless, but I'm saying he suffered a heck of a penalty for something that it made It was him. baseless. Well, it didn't happen. Yeah. She admitted it didn't happen. Oh, I didn't. Well, if she admitted it didn't yes. happen, that's even worse. But yes, ultimately, even if some, the way it played out was completely unfair, more so than just the, the the actual incident was awful. The alleged 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 incident that didn't happen would have been awful, but the way it played out was even worse because it took any chance of him to further his career. It was just over, done didn't matter he should have had he had the right to sue the pants off of her because because of her and her false allegation he he it cost him millions millions like yeah. millions yeah he's a, he's, a, he's a second round pick third fourth somewhere in there which has, that's the type of guy that with something hanging over your head like that you're not going to select that guy because you're scared that's why he didn't get drafted you're not going to take a chance on that guy so Maybe that's what we see, and maybe it's the right thing. It feels weird for me to say as a man, but no, it's the right thing. It doesn't matter what your what sex you are. Wrong is wrong, regardless. You can be a female and sexually assault a male, and how many times are you going to get called out for that? Very okay. little. Um, I can. And then you had the Field of Dreams game last night, and that'll be the last one for a couple of years as Frank Thomas is part of a group that is going to, I, I don't know, reinvigorate that area. Reinvigorate. To me, it's been pretty reinvigorated. Nobody knew what the heck that cornfield was before the movie. But so they're going to do like a uh, little league and softball stuff there. And we'll see what happens. And the bottom line is they're going to ruin it. And Why do they do that? Why do they do it every time? No, no. By the way, Creepiest commercials on TV are the Frank Thomas Gen X commercials or whatever generation the, you know, the supplement you take. Is that oh, the one where she'll oh. like it too. Yeah, she'll like it too is creepy, but it starts creepier okay. even before that when the wife is like, uh, hey, honey, is that Frank Thomas? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh. well, that part would be very awkward, wouldn't it? I want I mean, to vomit. For your wife to be in the gym and um, then, hey, you know, she's suddenly attracted to this huge six foot five bulking man and uh, it's not me. Um, nope. Anyway, nope, okay. nope. So, let's talk TV contract before we get to comments from Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee wide receiver, who admits that he did not have the season one. So here's what I'm hearing about the TV contract. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, the Big Ten contract is going to be signed over the next couple of days or I say a couple of days that can always turn in a couple of weeks, but it's going to be signed soon. Now that they, it was going to be signed around Memorial day, I'm told. And that was before they added UCLA and USC. So that changes the whole facet of that. Now, what does that mean for the sec? So you have Fox, you have a lot of these television groups that are going to align themselves with the big 10. Okay. 
So you now have the the mouse, uh, Disney, with ABC and ESPN that's going to align themselves with the SEC. Which is insane to me. Uh, to- yeah, totally. T- I mean, they, they are all in on the SEC. Okay, so. Not that part. I mean, that part I get, but it's insane that the Fox and CBS have gone Big Ten and ESPN has gone SEC. Like that, it's, I feel like it should be backwards. For some reason, yeah. Uh, well, I think the ES, I think the ESPN's gone all in with the SEC because they saw the long term play. But here, here's what I'm told: um, a couple of different things. One, and I went uh, way back in 1997, and you know when when Peyton Manning did not win the Heisman Trophy, and you and I debated this. I think he should have, but I do know for a fact whether or not we we agree on that that ESPN did make a push to at least make it a television event, the Heisman finalist. So they pushed Ron Dane and they pushed somebody else. Um, and then they pushed uh, Charles Woodson who ultimately ended up winning it. That's not going to happen anymore. So they're not going to make some sort of push for a Heisman trophy. If it's somebody from the SEC, it's, they're going to be more likely to win it because the, the other thing I was told ESPN college game day you know how they pushed the Michigan Ohio State game? There was one year it was called the game of the century, which was absurd. No, that wasn't Michigan Ohio State. It was Alabama LSU in 2011. It's the game of the century. Well, they, they pushed the game. I'm sure they've said it more than once, but they pushed the Stupid game boy. with Ohio State Michigan. There was one year that they uber pushed it. Okay. Like over the top, it was, you know, they there were two teams that were not championship worthy. But anyway, so I'm told that those days are over when this new contract goes in 2024. I'm told that the days of college game day, just picking the best game to broadcast live from, those are over. If it's a coin flip between, let's say, Michigan-Ohio State, and I know it's not the same weekend, but I'm just going to throw it out there, Alabama-Auburn, okay? It is the same weekend. Yeah, it is the same weekend. So yeah. if it's a coin flip between the two, I'm told it's going to be Alabama-Auburn that they are going to brought now they will still address the other conferences but this is going to be uber sec so this is big for the sec this is big for tennessee because i believe in the end who would you rather be aligned with fox who's kind of doing this or espn who's done this and proven it and they know how to promote a product on sports center on pardon the interruption on all of that if I'm the SEC, I'm really happy about the way things are shaking out. I diff- I'm different. I would rather go with Fox and CBS. I would rather go with Fox and CBS. The reason being is because Fox, I feel like those channels in particular have kept political stuff out of it, whereas ESPN has not. And I would rather go with the people who focus mainly on just the sport than the people that focus on stuff outside of the sport. Also, ESPN's rankings are just like when I in fairness, hold on, let me hold on now. You do have mm-hmm. Clay Travis very involved with the Big Ten's broadcast, so I mean he's about as political as they come. I mean that's. Yeah, I mean, Clay Travis says you're you're right on that one, but I'm talking about in general, in general speaking. Well, I mean, I, I, I we we could certainly debate that, but in the end, just from a business standpoint, not political standpoint, who would you rather be associated with? 
I'd rather be associated with the product that's on the rise. Like I would rather be associated, even if there's an expert or whatever, if they're tanking, they're tanking. I'd rather be associated with, with the people who are getting better than getting worse. That's just my opinion. Well, do you think the Big Ten got better with USC and UCLA? No. I don't either. So No, um, I'm talking about this TV stations is what I'm talking about. Not the, not well, the conference. Well, yeah, Fox has been aggressive. They had the noon Big Ten game and all that stuff. So they are being aggressive. I just find it hard to believe that ESPN is going to be overtaken anytime soon. I don't want this guy to be overtaken anytime soon. Jalen Hyatt visited with the media yesterday, Tennessee wide receiver, who admitted that last year Amanda maybe just, you know, didn't didn't give it his all, which you don't hear players saying a lot. His comments brought to you by Zool Beer Company, great panoramic view downtown that you're going to love, and worldwide award-winning beer. Amanda, it is fantastic. People have to check out Zool Beer Company. They've got like ice cream beer too, don't they, from time to time? Yes, they have beer. Well, not ice cream beer. It's the other way around. It's beer ice cream. Beer ice cream. So, yeah, and it's lactose-free, which is insane, but they take you know, they take a certain beer, and I think coming up, it's the Tech Noir. It's the newer one. They take that and turn it into ice cream, and it's alcoholic ice cream. It's not people come up trying to get it for their kids. No, 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 no. Don't no, get no, it for no, kids. No, no, no. no, no, no. Kids. no it's not. It's not for your kids. So, so beer company brings you Jalen Hyatt's comments, which I thought were just uh, fantastic. Here it is on Off Sports, and you can go to offthoaksports.com for more. Jalen, we've heard from Coach Heupel, Coach Golish, and, and now Coach Pope, and all three of those guys have, have talked about what a different mindset you have this August compared to last August mm-hmm. and how that showed up on the field. Can you, you know, how, how did you arrive at that point where you are now? What, what was kind of your motivation? Um, I think uh, motivation-wise, um, I just want to just, have a better season for me. You know, um, I felt like uh, last season that wasn't uh, what I do as far as when I play, um, and not only that, uh, I wanna I wanna do well for these uh, my for my, te- for my teammates. You know, um, they're always there. Uh, I love every once like every every guy here, and um, I think that's one of the reasons why. Jalen, obviously, a lot of the talk around you in the spring was was positive and taking steps in the right direction. What was the key to? kind of continuing continuing that momentum into workouts in the summer and now into camp? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is, you know, camp. But as far as, uh, I mean, we, we still haven't even played a game yet. Um, I think that's why I'm still going, you know. Uh, we hadn't even started. Um, and I just want to try keep going hard every day, um, you know, no matter where I'm at, you know, even if I'm at home watching film or if I'm up here watching film, I just want to go 100% every day. You know, last year I felt like every I didn't get – everything out of every day. So that's what that's one of the biggest changes I did. Up front, John. Can you give us your thoughts on some of those freshman wide receivers and what stands out about them? Yeah, um, you know, Squirrel, a great player, fast player. Uh, he kind of reminds me of myself when I came as a freshman, you know, kind of small. But one thing about him, I love his mentality. Um, I love when how physical he can be. Um, even with the small frame he has. Um, Chaz, another great player. I felt like when him and outside were 
said, you know, helping him out. Um, he definitely uh, responded well with said, um, helping them, teaching them how, you know, what to do, you know, with press or just anything like that, you know, because we're in the SEC, you're going to see press about 90% of the time. So for the outside guys, you know, you got to be physical with that. And I felt like Chaz has done great and Squirrel has done great too. We'll also be back on the practice field today, a scrimmage on Sunday. Going back to the TV thing, Joe said, I think the big noon kickoff is better than game day, to be frank. I've not seen the big noon kickoff because I'm typically working on a Saturday, but I have heard that from several people. I've heard from several people that the big noon kickoff show is 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 very, very good. So I'm uh, telling you, I think ESPN made the made a good move. Um because I think it's going to save them in the end. Well, no, but here's what you have to remember is I, I'm really get the game day experience is like 10% of what we're talking about. It's, it's the being promoted horse talk. It's the fact that NASCAR and the NHL fall off the face of the map when they don't have an, uh, an ESPN. Interview. I mean, they just do. So to me being the lead story, I'll put it this way. If there's a close game in the big 10, and there's three close games in the SEC, Sports Center or College Game Day or whatever the shows are. Is they're going to lead with the three close games in the SEC before they even get to the Big Ten. So my point is not what's actually happening the game day. My point is everything else around that in ESPN and what the mouse does. Does that make sense? Yes, but I again I think that the the cause and effect like. Your cause is this effect. The effect, your effect is my cause, and it's causing this effect. Completely lost. Gary Viles tells us about <laughs> Orange Phillies coach Lance. Big, or- <laughs> Big Orange Phillies is the place to play message board bingo. We might do that on August the 21st. We'll let- they will have Princeton Fant, Latrell Bumpus, and they will have Jabari Davis as well, former ball, current balls. And it's all there at Big Orange Phillies in North Knoxville. Coach Lance coming up next for message board bingo for Gary Viles and Big Orange Phillies. Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli South subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. This is Al's Disc Barbecue Supply, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. We took it all. We 
brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasty Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasty, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasty's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasty Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. All right, here we go. It is time for message board bingo, and we're joined by a very special guest. Yeah. Joined by what? We it's... forgot today's tough question. Oh, we did forget today's tough question. I've dropped the ball. Let's go ahead and bring. Dear her. Lord. I know. What's up? Oh, that's loud. Hi, Sorry. Hey. Can you guys hear me? Hey, Dave Hooker, Amanda yes. Ramada. How are you guys doing? Yes, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. I'm well. I'm well. Good. So, good. We're, we're rocking and rolling here. You got the new shirt on. Uh, Amanda won't wear the hooker shirt. She says it's too revealing. I can't imagine why. Um, <laughs> but, Amanda, you want one of these shirts? Yeah. I'll take yeah. one of those. Yeah. All right. All right. Check your mailbox. Okay. There's already one there. I'm just kidding. So, I don't know where you live. But I do. Uh, we could, yeah, we could just go stalk her. be super weird. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm going to awesome. be awkward. Yeah, I was. Do you remember when I was accused of uh, stalking Tina Wesson? You're probably too young for that. Do you remember who Tina Wesson is? No, I don't. She, won, she like finished second place as Survivor, and it was a joke column that John Adams wrote, and supposedly I was stalking Tina Wesson, and uh, but I wasn't really. It was a joke. Wait, where stalking people wearing shirts to say hooker? There's a lot going on there, Dave. <laughs> Amanda, I, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. So it's right. every day. Every yeah. Day. All right. So you you get to take part in two things. How about that? You get to take part, Coach Lance, in today's tough question. You also Great. get to take part in message for bingo because I absolutely dropped the ball and forgot to do today's tough question. So uh, today's tough question is brought to you by our friends at Biles Automotive Group. Biles Automotive Group right there on Callahan. It's centrally located in Powell, but they want to be your home for your car purchasing in all of Knoxville. So it is time for today's tough question with Coach Lance brought to you by Biles Automotive. And that is the wrong element. That's the message board being We do our research. Have you done your research? We're working like heck. Today's tough question. What's the real debate? You sipping my soup, Guadalupe? 
exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker and Amanda LaFrada. You drinking my sake, Kimosabi? Oh my God. Amanda's boogieing. Not like boogie nights, but boogieing. <laughs> but sometimes you say when I talk that it uh, like uh, overmodulates. So can I just bring the horns in when I want to? Why do I feel like Dan Aykroyd? Or Jim Belushi? <laughs> Today's tough question is what? I have zero idea where you're going, but I can tell you I'm uber excited. We've got Kentucky coaches fighting. We've got television contracts. we got Jalen Hyatt. we got Kelsey Pope all on the show today. we got Coach Lance. But where are you going with today's tough question? Because I'm fired up. So my thoughts, well, first of all, let's go ahead and clear the air for yesterday's uh, tough question. Yes, and it is important to clear the air. Yes, let's clear the tough question from yesterday. And yesterday's tough question was about coaches. And yes. I scroll down. By the way, somebody made fun of us. We said, what coach would you want to start your program tomorrow? Yes. And uh, Coach Lance, let me ask you. So age is a factor, okay? So mm-hmm. age is a factor. Right. So you, you can go Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Josh Heupel, and who was number four? Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. Okay. Um, well, who would you? You would. I think you would go Josh Heupel. Would be my. I guess. think you'd well, go Coach Lance. I think I'd go Coach Lance first. But if that didn't work out, uh, then I would go Josh Heupel. Yes. Right. Okay. okay. Absolutely. He's young. Uh, we're building from from the ground up. It's good, Saban. He's already been there, done that, and and and. Kirby just had his championship. I mean, it's t- we're, we're on the rise right now. So if I was going to start a program from that's going to last for a long time, I want somebody that's going to have some success going forward, not somebody who's already had success. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Pretty strong argument, but we got made fun of, Amanda, because Saban and Heifel were pretty much even, um, which is yeah. – let's, let's, I think, let's be honest, that's a little silly because Nick Saban, even if he coached – three years might win a national title and Josh Heupel we don't know yet to coach 20 and not win a national title I don't think that's gonna be the case but anyway Amanda so where did we end up with yesterday so Saban squeaked it out by two percent 42 percent was Nick Saban um here hold on just give me a second I want to go ahead and text him and tell him that because he's been he's been texting he's like hey where am I standing in your poll and I was like I was like listen Nikki I'll get to you when I have a chance. And Listen, right now, little Nikki. Let's not burn this bridge. Um, How did that so, not kill uh, Adam Sandler's career, by the way, that movie? That little Nikki, does he, I remember that one? Oh, yeah, Little Nikki Part 2 starring Nick Saban. <laughs> that was the worst movie. And then uh, basically Adam Sandberg just decided, uh, or Adam Sandler decided to make terrible movies and make lots of money. So, Amanda, what's our question of the day? It's easy. All right, so the good thing about the question last or yesterday is that Tennessee fans clearly believe in Josh Heupel. So that is what you can take from that. Um, Today's tough question is going to be which network would you rather have? Like which network would you rather see SEC games on? Off the hook, sports. Oh, 
Yes, definitely. We are in contract negotiations to carry uh, Georgia Gymnastics. That's what we're fighting for right now. I watched watched that a lot. Yeah, at what point – there was a point that Bear Wrestling in 1980 was on ESPN, so we all start from somewhere. So (laughs) – Bear Wrestling. Is that – David Crockett starring in that show? Yes. Wrestling a bar? Yes, and you you don't wrestle naked. You wrestle a bear. Oh, because wrestling, bear wrestling would be way different. So, Amanda, what's the question today? Because I thought you would go along the lines of the Stoops thing. Because I was thinking, this is just me thinking, that you that you were probably going to say, would you rather win a national championship in football or an SEC title? And, or a national championship basketball, SEC. But I feel like we've done that before. So, let's go with We that. have. So... Okay. And also, no one is going to pass up the chance to win a national championship. I don't care. You're going to take the national title. All day. All day, every day. Okay. Well, let me ask this before we get to the question. So, Coach Lance, you're a big Tennessee fan. Would you take a Tennessee basketball national championship over a football SEC championship? I would, yes. Oh, okay. Na- national okay. title. Is okay. a national title. I mean, there's just no way. I mean, national title. Well, I'm in the okay. minority. I, I, being that it's the SEC and the obvious backdrop is there, I would take football. But anyway, I'll be in the minority. So, what's the question today? Okay. Would you rather be on Fox or ESPN? Pretty much. Okay. Can we let's say Fox, ESPN, off the hook sports? We don't want that. We don't want that negativity in our lives. There's no we don't want that negativity. Nobody don't. Those Twitter trolls. Down. We don't want zero percent. <laughs> we don't want that. So okay. no. I, I think a lot of people would appreciate that. I, ESPN I, or Fox? That that's if we could have. What's the question? I already forgot. <laughs> it's which network would you rather watch on game day? Oh. But it's going to be between ESPN. Oh, I think. Nothing but pure seriousness on a Friday with Coach Lance. That's what it's all about. And he'll join us every Friday at 9 o'clock. We start at 8.30. Be sure and hit that subscribe and like button so we can be a part of your day-to-day life because we love to do that. Mm -hmm. And, okay, so would you rather be on Fox or would you rather be on ESPN? Or how are you phrasing the question exactly? So which network would you rather either see SEC games or your team on game day okay so i'm i'm going to say strongly no doubt in my mind that i would rather be associated with abc espn not because of the game day coverage but because you're going to be the lead story a lot of the times when it comes to college football goodness knows they have a separate channel for it coach lance they're all in for promoting it i know fox is going to be too and they already have to some extent but ESPN's a proven commodity. And before you jumped on, I made the mention that NASCAR used to be a big thing, that uh, the NHL has gone on and off of being a big thing. And basically, there's one correlation between the two, and that is whether or not they were on ESPN. Absolutely. Um, hands down, yeah. uh, ESPN all day long over Fox. Yeah. Now, now, Amanda disagrees with you. If I'm watching NFL, though, NFL on Fox is it's better. That's good stuff. But ESPN, I'm thinking the opportunities that, yeah. The next thing you know, you're watching ESPN uh, football. Next thing you know, you you know, then you're Disney. Then you, now you're watching Disney movies. They're all owned by the same people. It's all the same. So 
Then Iron, Iron Man runs out on the field when Bryce Young goes down. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So Amanda, I think, would rather be on the uh, either she'd rather be on the Fox, right? Fox and CBS. Yeah. Okay. Fox and CBS. Okay. Any, as long as Gary Danielson is not commentating, oh, right. I'll watch anything. Gary Danielson is so awesome to talk to in a football perspective. He like cuts to the chase. He's and I don't mean this as an insult to Greg Sankey, but Greg Sankey, Amanda's looking at me weird, so I want to get her take. But Greg Sankey can talk for forty minutes and not say anything. Gary Danielson talks for ten seconds and he says, "This RPO is bastardizing the game." I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I don't know that I agree, but it's good stuff. Amanda, why are you looking at me weird? Gary Danielson talked about Britney Spears on like a, a random, it was like Alabama LSU or something. And it's the, it's the minute left and we're, someone's going for a game winning drive and he's sitting up there talking about Britney Spears. And I'm like, what is wrong with you, man? Like you yes. know, he's, he's like, we're trying to, I'm trying to get some good game, you know, play by play commentary and some good color commentary. And he's, like, but he's off talking about other things happening in college football, which is great. But like, I'm focused on this game. He doesn't seem to be a big Tennessee fan either. Yeah, be careful. He's not that. an SEC I fan. Hmm? I don't see color. Nah, I don't people say that. Okay, so I like Gary Kerry Danielson. I like being on ESPN. Those are the things I like. We'll see what the poll question shakes out but we do want to get to message board bingo because yes one of my parts of the day You're going down today hooker all right is, is it the first of three amanda or is it just head to head or how are we doing this we got we got five up in okay. here so is five. It, all right so best of five it's head, it's head to head yeah head to head. okay head to head great okay okay I'm all right a, i'm excited do you want me to put off the hook sports on here yes Yes, put that on today's tough question. I think. And then in your next poll, it will be who. Your next poll is going to be who would you rather do the color commentating, Gary Danielson or Coach Lance Decker? (laughs) I would be an amazing commentator on college football. I mean, I am undefeated. Hundred. I mean, who would be better? I mean, I've never lost a game. That's true. I think I think the ultimate. I'm going to be honest with you, and it's not because he just posted and said hello. I think the ultimate play-by-play booth. Nothing against Bob Kessling or any of those guys. They do a really good job, but I think it would be Dave Hooker. I think it would be Coach Lance, Amanda Lafrada, and Ron Slope. I can't imagine. (laughs) I'm not like at first that started as a joke. No, but, the room would explode. It'd be too much. <laughs> but midway through that sentence, Coach Lance, my brain exploded. It's like, yeah, I've come up with some programming things. I can't even. I can't even Ron, yeah. Ron says we will kill it. I've got chills, chill bumps. <laughs> it is. would be amazing. Let's make it happen. Yes. Well, and as Ron and I talked about, maybe not chill bumps, but there was one former ball who, when he got excited, there was something in his chest area that would percolate. Would His chest hair would stick out. What? Nope. 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 You need to. You're gonna have to go Move into that. No, oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know about those. Yeah. Okay. Nope. I want that stated. 
message board bingo. I'm not stating it. Brought to you by Medico Chattanooga. Medico Chattanooga, locally owned store where you'll be treated like family. The region's foremost electric bike experts. They put their hearts into helping you. And uh, they they help you around downtown with those awesome bikes. And they help you keep up with the kids if you need a little pedal assist. All right. So it is time for Message Board Bingo, which is my favorite part of the show. And it also just happens to be my favorite part of the week when Coach Lance is on. because that also Thank you, Dave. Yes, you're very welcome. That also means what? That it's Friday. So let's get to it now. All right. Message Board Bingo. Brought to you by Pedigo Chattanooga. First to three or best of five, whatever we have to do. We're going to figure this out. But let's do it now. It is message for bingo, Amanda. We're playing the music. Yeah, if you're watching, you see Coach Lance dancing. That's like a little bit mysterious. <laughs> it's like who wants, to, who wants to be a millionaire. Remember that show? I do. I do. I was never on that, but I'm sure if I was, I would have won. Yes, you would have got your question wrong. All right, let's go, man. What do we let's got? Go. I'm ready. I'm fired up. We're going to slay this. Ron, slay up, Ron? this. Oh, nice. Yeah, look. I mean, all day. Here we go. All right. So. I could become the coach of Florida tomorrow and have the same class. It's just a matter of calling the players and offering them. That's literally it for the players he has. He's doing nothing special, and he's actually doing worse than normal Florida classes. Okay, so it's somebody that doesn't like Florida. Coach Lance, you're the Good job. <laughs> no. uh-huh. Knowledge and insight you just can't get anywhere <laughs> That's right. So, all right. So, Florida, somebody that doesn't like Florida, who who are you going with? Well, it's very possible that could be a Tennessee fan. Mm, I was going to go Tennessee as well, but I'll go with Miami because they had the recent run-in with the NIL issue. So, I'll go Miami, but I was going to go Tennessee. Is South Carolina. I thought South Carolina when you were talking, and I was like, no, nah, there's not South them. Carolina. Do I get points for thinking about it but not saying it? You do. Have Coach Lance is up one to zero. Great. Sorry, Dave. Great. Sounds Great. fair. All right. So, <laughs> so next. Question number two in message for me. So spooky. Do you like the Frank Thomas commercials about the neutrogenics? Oh, yeah. They really disturb me. Yeah. Would you be okay with your wife or significant other being at the gym and saying, oh, my gosh, is that Frank Thomas? He's so hulky. Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) I would be concerned if if my significant other knew who Frank Thomas was, like enough to point him out at a gym. You know who they got to is Doug Flutie. Who the hell knows who Doug Flutie is anymore? I mean, I do because I'm old. I do. Okay. But yeah, the Flutie's like, he's like 70. Easily. Yeah. He looks he looks good for 70. He does. Dave, you're like, I mean, we're like 69, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Me and Hulk Hogan who turned 69 yesterday. Perfect. Yes. All right, Amanda. All right. Number so, two. Yes, number two. All right. 
So the easiest, this is called the easiest thing for the ACC to do. Start removing teams. You need 10 presidents to agree, so it'd be one at a time. But reducing the number of mouths to feed is probably our best immediate option. Number one, Wake by far needs to go. I work in Winston-Salem. They are good people, but they are a CUSA team. ESPN is not going to want to renegotiate the GOR by losing Wake. They would end up spending more money. Who is saying that? So somebody in the ACC wants to trim the fat. I'm going with North Carolina. Uh, that's, that's, I'm going with Clemson. Mm. Coach Lance. It was Clemson. I am, I am unstoppable today. Let's get to the next. Two and O. Very frustrated. I hate losing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I'm waiting on Amanda. That's what I'm doing. I'm just waiting on the music to end. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. She's in a trance. I am. All right. Having spent lots of time around people who've crimed, I can say pretty confidently that guys in charge of recruiting evaluations and rankings will be targeted. It will be in different ways. Some bribe, some subtle suggestions, and some straight-up threats with real blank behind them. They have suddenly become gatekeepers in determining net worths and the flow of millions of dollars. Yowters. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, that's pretty broad. I'm going to go with A&M. So I will – let me go ahead and say let – me, let me give you a hint because this has no hints whatsoever. So <laughs> I'm going to give you a hint and say that Accurate. it is in the Big Ten – they're in the Big Ten. And I just picked this one because this is absolutely insane. Okay, then I'm picking Missouri. <clears throat> they should be in the Big Ten, and they shouldn't be in the SEC. I'm Preach it. Missouri. Yeah. Nobody goes to Missouri for anything. Hell no. It's show out there me. nowhere. Show me some bad football state. The show me state. Show me to the borders because I ain't sticking around. Okay. Gosh, they're in the Big Ten. They're currently in the Big okay. Ten. Okay. Oh, sorry. We got off on Missouri there. Okay. Show me state. So Missouri, I go, I go Iowa because yeah, I was thinking. Iowa. Okay, all right. Prince's name. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin's not mean. It's Michigan well, State. Everybody, come on. Okay, Michigan State. Yeah, that's true. They are. They are tougher. And they're crying. They're all mean. They're all cold because it's cold up there. They just mean because they're like just freezing all the time. Yeah. Wisconsin is like the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. It's terrible. Okay. So let's do. They are. I married one, and they are so happy and nice. You married a Wisconsinite? Wisconsinian? I did. I did, and he is like the nicest person in the world. Question three. That's oh my gosh, we're on four, but way to go! All right, this is football related. Who is the biggest B-word in SEC football history? Player, coach, AD, official. I'm going to go first. Arch Manning. Okay. The biggest B word, which Mississippi State. I'm going to go Jim Harbaugh for some reason. That guy. <laughs> just so no, I'm not guessing the biggest B word. Oh. 
Oh, okay. This Who- is a post. Okay. They oh. said Arch Manning is the biggest B word in, oh. in oh, okay. football. I'll, I'll go. Uh, well, then he just took. I'll go LSU. <laughs> it's Ole Miss. Uh, really? Yeah, they lost out to Arch Manning. Of oh, course, it's Ole they, Miss. They were real, that's why these are so entertaining to me. Uh-huh. They really think Arch Manning was going to turn down all the. He's going to turn down Alabama, Georgia, Texas, which is a questionable decision in my mind. He's going to turn those down and go to Ole Miss. All right. <laughs> Not going to happen. No. Arch, they're, they were betting on Archie and and uh, Eli. So Yes. I had Archie in my head for some reason. When you said Arch, I, had, I was thinking Archie. Arch. But I, okay. I forgot about Arch. Last one. Where's, okay. For the so no music this time. Coming in hot. <laughs> All right, Kirby being the best coach, LOL. You dog fans, Kirby and Muschamp are two sides of the same coin. I know Kirby this. got the UGA job in the Rick job the Rick had built with Georgia's recruiting ground. Had Chump got that job and Kirby wound up at USUC, he'd be fired and working for Chump at UGA, LOL. Enjoy it, but don't ever think he's a Saban Dabo type HC. This is Alabama through and through. This is an Alabama fan. Yeah, I can see that being a Bama fan, but I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Florida. You have one guy that doesn't fit. Dabo is a Clemson fan. This is a Clemson fan. Really? And they called you like they called South Carolina USUC. So you suck. USU. You suck. Oh, God, I can't oh. spell. Dang it. Yeah. I guess our, spell, like, our spelling scores at Chattahoochee Middle School aren't great. So, yeah. And I Coach Lance and I, we believe in positivity. So, we. Yeah. It's okay. At least, you know, at least your football team is doing great, though. My, my football team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, oh. yeah, we're undefeated. It's uh, undefeated, Chattahoochee, so. Chattahoochee fight, um, fighting beavers. It's the only time you can say Hoochie and Beaver in the same phrase and it'd be okay. That's <laughs> true. Sure. With Dave Hooker. So, yeah, you can say always. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. Terrible, terrible bit of irony brought to you by Vassy Lawn and Garden. Man alive. It's worth the drive. Vassy Lawn and Garden. Can't lose that Toro. sponsor now. Toro, yeah. Toro, count on it. Check out uh, Coach Lance whenever you can. He is fantastic. He will join us each and every Friday. He's got some sort of card. That, look at this. Oh, look at this. this is a sticker. The stick it dab sticker. A I dabbing hey. sticker. Yeah. You need one of those. I okay. want one. That's fun. Yeah, you, you can uh, tell the, the people you can uh, coach Lance uh, coachlancedecker.com they can get a t-shirt and a uh, sticker. Right. I want a gift bag. Gift bag. Done. Done. Thank you. Done. Great. Okay. Uh, coach Lance, we'll talk to you next Friday. Um, is it preseason camp for you at Chattahoochee Middle School, or do you have an opponent this week? Yeah, no, we're still in preseason. We're, we do three days, uh, so they're long, long days. We know not even college or pro does two days anymore. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah. Hats. Nobody re- regulates what we do. I just do whatever I want. Uh, and just I, I'm just going to briefly weigh in on the uh, Kentucky thing. You know, they could solve that problem. By doing what we do at Chattahoochee Middle School, I am the head football coach, but I'm also the head basketball coach. So if you have the same coach coaching both, yeah. then there's no competition between coaches. So that's a great point. 
Do you worry that three a days is too much on middle school kids? No, I worry that it's not enough. Uh, I, I would do four, but parents complained one time when we did four days and, but they look, we provide uncrustables, uh, for, you know, in between, um, practices. So they're, they're happy. They're happy. I guess the ultimate question is, will coach Lance actually, uh, coach a kid to the point that he, he is in dire need of, of some sort of medical personnel? I think that's the, the ultimate question. That, I that, thought we were that, only preaching positivity here. We are, but it allowed me to play this bet. So, Coach Lance, will you have a young man go down due to injury in preseason camp, and do you care? Injury? No. We don't do injuries. But – uh, passing out, yes, kids pass out all the time. Uh, but we, we, uh, you know, I live by the quote by uh, by Kanye West um, that that doesn't make Wait, you get my money right. kill you makes you stronger. Uh, yes. I, I think he said it probably first. So that's yeah. so they're alive. They, you know, we wake them up. They're fine. We give them crust, uncrustables, water, Gatorade, uh, and a Hershey's bar, and then they go back in and they're fine. All right, Coach Lance. Thank you, sir. Uh, again, the website is? CoachLanceDecker.com. Thank you, Coach Lance Decker. He's dabbing. Thank you, Coach Lance. We appreciate that. His appearance brought to you in part by the Mattress Place. I had a great opportunity to talk to Steve yesterday. And uh, Steve at the Mattress Place is all about taking care of you. He cares about that. And he knows that now is the time of year where a lot of college students are moving in. So it's just two miles from Henley Street. and You're going to save 30 to 70% off every day that is the mattress places on chapman highway marine corps better known that's steve a plus accredited member of the better business bureau and also over 225 star reviews on google hang with us because coming up and please hit that subscribe and like button so that we can be a part of your daily life we start streaming at 8 30 we carry you right on up until 11 o'clock but you can listen anytime during the day because we don't go to 11 10 o'clock sorry I, told you my, I texted Amanda last night. My brain is fired when, when I'm at Pride. It's been a busy week. So we go to 10. But anyway, so coming up, we are going to hear from Kelsey Pope, Tennessee's wide receivers coach in his first year as a full-time coach. And also the top transfers in the nation. Where does Tennessee fall on that list? Because they've got several names that should be considered. Back in two minutes, hit like and subscribe. I'm Dave Hooker. She's Amanda LaFrada off the hook sports. Two minutes. It's Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vassy's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vassy Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. 
This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct service station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been, but it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here. We sell gas and fix cars, nothing glamorous, but we love what we do and we're going to keep doing it for a long time to come. There's not many real service stations left and that's a shame. We're the guys just like the guys back in your hometown. We'll fix your tire, change your oil, and put a new set of Michelins on your car. If you want a Twinkie, you'll just have to keep on going. Thanks for the business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. All right, Amanda LaFrada. <clears throat> Welcome back. As coming up, Kelsey Pope will give us uh, some thoughts on Tennessee's wide receivers, and he is very high on them. That's certainly a good thing. And, you know, Kelsey Pope, this is a big year for him because you know, he was an offensive analyst last year, and now he's a full-time coach. So it's a big year for him. I think he's going to have fantastic success. JL asked, how's Squirrel looking through these first scrimmages? Is he going to be the biggest freshman impact? JL, maybe. Um, Apparently, yes. Now, I haven't heard this much good talk about a player in a long, long time, especially in camp with the freshmen, because usually coaches don't want to give those guys too much love because they want them to stay hungry or thirsty, whatever the case may be. I'm trying to learn that phrase correctly. Uh, it's the new hip phrase. But, yeah. I'm not, it's not even right. Yeah, I didn't use it right. But no. squirrel, squirrel is looking fantastic, and we'll have Kelsey Pope's comments here momentarily to tell you more about that but Amanda I think he's a really really interesting player and I think we're just kind of scratching the surface now I don't know this about Josh Heupel but could that offense utilize him in a wildcat package now I'm not even talking about this year but maybe 2023 when you've got a little uncertainty at well I'm just saying he could grow into that position. I saw that happen with Gerald Jones. Um, JL asked me, Jamal Lewis level impact. Well, that's a tough one for me, buddy. Um, I didn't think Jamal Lewis had the impact at Tennessee that he should have, to be real honest with you. 
I thought that Jamal Lewis, that he tanked it his last year when he was going to the NFL. He had the ACL injury in 98 when they won a championship. I don't, I don't think he had a monstrous impact. So that's tough for me to quantify, JL. I think that, um, that, that, that those are just two different situations. I have trouble comparing the two. Amanda, if you want to provide any insight of that, I'm, I'm struggling with that. I think Squirrel White, Squirrel White can have, sounds crazy, a bigger impact on Tennessee's offense because of what the way Jamal Lewis played out. However, because I hate to be the guy who doesn't answer the question, I think he can have a bigger impact because of the way Jamal Lewis's career played. I'll answer it like I also believe Squirrel White's going to have a bigger impact. I think as a, it's easier to make a bigger impact as a wide receiver as a freshman than it would be in any other position as a freshman. A lot of these positions, running back, you know, defensive linemen, offensive linemen, you have to put on weight, you have to get bigger, you have to bulk up. As we saw with the Heisman winner a couple of years ago, Vontae Smith, who was literally like 140 pounds, he still made a huge impact to the team. So when you come on as a wide receiver, I don't feel like you have a lot of bulking up to do. You have to learn the offense, but if he can pick up on that offense that quickly, he can make a huge impact. I just feel like that that position is easier to make an impact at than another position because it doesn't take as long to prepare your body to to be there. Yeah, and great correction by JL, or I guess clarification, I should say. JL, I think that Squirrel White can have a bigger impact as a whole, as a whole career, but he asked freshman level impact. No, Jamal Lewis still ended up rushing for a thousand yards as a freshman and was phenomenal. And the question was, why didn't he play more against Florida? Well, pass protection was supposedly the issue, and Tennessee lost against Florida. But no, he will not. Squirrel White will not have the impact that Jamal Lewis had. He ran for a thousand yards. You never know. I'm waiting for the flying squirrel t-shirts. Like the first time he goes up to make like a one-handed catch or something where he gets crazy big, I'm waiting for the flying squirrel t-shirts. Don't give anything away. Um, maybe in the works. I just, I just came up with that. Maybe in the works. That's Amanda. She has great integrity. And so does City Heating and Air Conditioning. CityHeatAndAir.com. Over 50 years, they've had integrity, and that's why they're the ones you need to call for your HVAC unit. And you need to uh, call City Heating and Air Conditioning for your HVAC needs. I promise you they'll take care of you, and I'm not going to say you need a new unit if you just need a service. Uh, Orange Bud said, we had a pig, now we have a squirrel. And a hooker. And a hooker. Uh, yeah, and a hooker. All right, can I can I pivot a little bit? Do you mind? I think we can still get everything in. But our friend Barrett yeah. Sully just posted something. Uh, who SEC coaches ranked by who would win a fight? So who do you just? I, I want to address this really quickly because I'm intrigued. Who would you have number one would win in a fight? Not like a huge like the what did they call it the group. The, the professional wrestling when the WWE. No, they would have everybody at the same time, and they're all hitting and swinging and acting crazy. I can't even know what it's called. But anyway, there's one word I want to use, but I don't think it's appropriate. 
So, all right. Um, the okay. So, as far as Tennessee um, moving forward, I think that he can have a significant impact. I think that he can be big for Tennessee. But is he going to get a thousand yards? I don't know, Amanda. I'm I'm not sure if that's going to be the case. And if he doesn't, then I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. But let's go ahead and I do want to address who would win in a fight before we get to that Kelsey Pope interview. And he's going to talk about um he's going to talk about squirrel here in just a second. So hang with me, JT. But who would win a fight? Uh Barrett Slee has Brian Harson number one. Uh, last would be Mike Leach. I don't see Mike Leach being a great fighter. Okay, wait a minute. I'm not saying he's not the coolest now. Royal Rumble, Daniel. Thank you. That's what it's called. You ha- Okay, you... Clearly, you have to be able to be scrappy. Parsons a big dude, but one punch from a scrappy guy, and, and you're done. Plus, mind games. Well, Harson's mind games. Shape. He looks buff. He but- does. He does. But mind games... Those play big. I would say number one fighter would be Nick Saban. I know. I can tell you who it is. I I mean, there's no question. Sam Pittman. No, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's he would. Yeah, and Nick Saban has a new hip. He would beat the bleep out of Nick Saban. He'd beat the bleep out of anybody on this list. No, all you have to do is knock his knee out. There you go. You're done. He's rolling on the ground. He's not getting back up. Kelsey Pope, Tennessee's wide receivers coach, visits with us. His conversation brought to you by Al's Nest Barbecue, right next to Steve Ray's Midnight Oil Service and Tire Direct, a proud Michelin distributor. And at Al's Nest Barbecue, they have the pellets that you need for your smoker. They've got the wood chips. They also have what is fantastic, the rubs and the sauces that are national award-winning products. So you want to check them out. Al's Nest Barbecue. Kelsey Pope, his first year as Tennessee receivers coach after being an offensive analyst, is pretty excited about his crew. Too excited? I don't think so. But I might have been a little less complimentary midway through. Nevertheless, here's Kelsey Pope. Side of Tillman, what other receivers have stepped up so far? Oh, man, that's that's been a long list, this camp. We've been fortunate. Jalen Hyatt. Uh, seems like a different guy uh, mentally, physically. He's gained about eight to ten pounds. Uh, but the competitiveness that he showed last year, he's channeling, he's channeling it in a different direction. Uh, you see him respond the right way. You see him coach guys up when he's not in. He's really taking on um, that accountability role for himself and also the group. Uh, Squirrel White has been phenomenal. Uh, Chaz Nimrod has been uh, a pleasant surprise. Um, along with the guys that are already here, Ramel Keaton had a good camp. He makes some really good plays today. Our biggest thing with him is to emphasize him being consistent, uh, not only on the underneath stuff, but cha- uh, cha- I'm sorry, challenging him down the field to make those plays consistently. Um, Jimmy Calloway has been another one that stood out this camp. So, uh, he went on to say that why do you have your dog on the screen? Why not? She's gorgeous. Eh, she's all right. Well, I know You're why. Crazy. Well, I know why. Because, yes, 
because it's chill because it's having craft treats. Orange Blood said hookers ad spot transitions are seamless. Uh, fluid, hip, fluid hip movement during those pivots. Thank you. And Amanda has her dog on camera. In case you're just listening, we encourage you to tune in to the video as well. The dog's it's not an it. She's a she. Yeah, well, it's fine. But so it's brought to you by the appearance of it. It's brought to you by Craft Treats. Craft Treats is the ultimate way to treat your pet that might have social anxiety or whatever sort of anxiety they could have. But in, in all sincerity, we did have a recent storm. I used it on my pet and it helped. Same thing with Amanda. Car ride anxiety. Um, Ava, I know, does not like riding in a car. So when Amanda she does. does like riding... Okay. Well, then why? Penelope is the one that doesn't like riding in the car. Go to crafttreats.com. Again, mm. crafttreats.com and mm-hmm. your, your pet will be taken care of. So, all right. So, we've determined that we haven't. Hi, Mitchell. Who would ultimately win in a in a fight? We do not. I know who would be last. I think Eli Drinkwitz would be last because he's a Missouri. Missouri stinks. I think Lane Kiffin would be last because I feel like he'd run or probably like be talking to somebody's wife or something. And, and <laughs> Maybe that started the fight. <laughs> Who's Joey Freshwater anyway, she said. He'd be the instigator of um, the fight. That is quite possible. So top transfers in the SEC. And Tennessee has several that I know people care about. So the number one transfer, according to Saturday Down South, is Zach Evans a running back at Ole Miss, a Texas Christian? We shall see. But the number two is Spencer Rattler, quarterback, South Carolina from Oklahoma. Hey, I'm all down with that one. I, I think he is being overlooked. Do I think he's going to be the best quarterback in the SEC? No, but I think he's going to be a great quarterback and a very, let's say, a very good quarterback. You've got to put the dog down because when the dog yawns, it throws me off. That sounds like a you problem. It may be, but it makes me think I'm boring. All right, so let's, let her run around. She needs freedom. So Spencer Rattler is number two on the list. Eli Ricks at Alabama coming from LSU is number three. The rich get richer. Jameer Gibbs, a running back um, who went to Alabama. The rich get richer again from Georgia Tech. So we will get to some Tennessee players, I promise. But for now, a couple of Alabama players right up at the top and a South Carolina player. So, as far as some, some other players, you have Latavius Brini, who would uh, who goes to Arkansas from Georgia. He's a safety. Uh, another linebacker, Drew Sanders, who goes from Arkansas from Alabama to Arkansas. You're going to see a lot of these guys go from Alabama in the transfer portal because they they have they don't want to wait for playing time. I can go ahead and tell you, Missouri, they're not going to play. Missouri picked up one who I'm not even going to mention because Missouri is terrible. I am a little surprised that you do have to go as far down on the list in this top 25 in the SEC to get to Brew McCoy, uh, who's at number 21. By the way, Daniel's saying Kiffin would go down with a cramp. I know, I saw that. That was really funny. Brew McCoy is a guy, Amanda, that um, if he's eligible, I think he should be on the top five of this list. Maybe that. But that's the problem, yeah, is that his eligibility is still in question. So you're not going to put him down, you know, 
or at the top of the list if you're not sure if he's going to be eligible to play. I don't blame yeah, him. And I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that Tennessee didn't get more love for an Andre Turrentine or a Wesley Walker. Yeah, I guess it depends when you're doing this list if you think they'll have the biggest impact or not, or you think they're the biggest gifts. Well, That's- like I said, Andre Tar- Tarantine mainly played on uh, special teams at Ohio State. So it's right. hard to really judge how well he's going to do in the secondary considering he just played special teams. No, that's very true. So what will he end up doing at that next level uh, or at another school? I don't know. I will say this, though. I think Wesley Walker or Andre Turrentine will be starters, one of the two. I will go out on a limb and say that. Is that too strong? No, I think this list will be different um, at the end of the season as opposed to right now. I think it will end up turning out to be a completely different list or in a different order then once we see what happens, all of these prediction lists are just predictions. Like no one really knows, but I think, I don't think it'll go out like a hundred percent that they were right. I think maybe they've, they've gotten the right players, but probably not in the right order. Um, Yeah. And again, this is very much a situation where you're going to have to watch how the season unfolds we might not even know this after a i mean we might not know this after september amanda because these players are going to continue to assert themselves through the throughout the season when you get back to the fact that there were what four alabama player former alabama players on this list and then there are like two players in the top seven that came to alabama and eli ricks and jameer gibbs you know, you could make the argument that Alabama could be hurt by the transfer portal because they've had players wait and, and work their way up, and that's helped their corporate their their team culture, I should say, instead of corporate culture. Um, you could argue that point, but when Nick Saban's able just to add a Gibbs, add a Ricks, at the drop of a hat, what's to say that? You know, he can't fill in those holes. What's to say that he can't, that Alabama can't actually benefit more than other teams from the transfer portal? That's a scary thought. That's what they're doing. So, whenever he said what he said about Jimbo Fisher out loud, he wasn't doing that to say this is unfair to Alabama. It's unfair to Nick Saban. It's not unfair to Alabama. And it's not unfair to Nick Saban, considering they can go out pretty much and get whoever they want to get. And the The part about the transfer portal that is actually helping Alabama is that they can look at people who have done it already, who are on the field for other teams, who are doing well, who are making an impact and say, we need that kind of impact here at Alabama. Why don't you come play for us? Guarantee you, you will get like Gibbs, you will get way more. um, What is that? Attention. Yes. You'll get way more attention. You could go to the NFL. You could break records. You could win a national title. Come over here and do it here. We see what we see what you do. You're doing there. We like what you're doing. We want you to do it at Alabama. That is a huge advantage for Nick Saban. It's no longer a with the transfer transfer portal being what it is. It's no longer a gamble with recruiting and seeing how they're going to play out. And once you have this player, you're kind of stuck with this player, even if they're not good, 
you're stuck here. No, now you can look at other teams and say, you know what? That kid looks good. Let's go after him. Now, and I'm I'm not gonna I, I'm I'm not gonna argue with you at all. I, I think that Nick Saban, there have been a lot of years where his comments were very self-serving. I think the fact that he didn't like the up-tempo offense, I think that was self-serving. He was trying to get those rules changed because it that was, was also no, for safety. Bull. That's a bunch of bull. bull. No, that is that is not. That, he did not. That make, is true. He did not make that comment for safety. That no. I, I will give you this last one. I do think he he has the best intentions of college football in mind with this one because he's close to retirement. Two, three, four years, whatever the case may be. I think he thinks that yes, the transfer portal needs to be tightened up a little bit. And I think he thinks that players that actually do something on campus should be paid instead of prospects because they've done that's what the NIL was supposed to be. Correct. So I, I I agree that he's he is thinking about college football's best interest. But that whole point, when he goes back to the up tempo thing, I mean that is come on. He's looking out for Nick Saban. He's looking out. He for- might be looking out for Nick Saban, but he's also yeah. looking out for defensive players for Alabama and defensive players everywhere no, else. No, he's not. At the time, yes, he, he is. Looked- no, not at all. He's looking out for himself. He's looking out for his team and the success of his program. And and the reason that I can tell you definitively that's that's what he was doing is because what did he do? He went to an up tempo offense when he found when the Lane Kiffin thing worked out. So. That's that's he went with the up tempo offense. Yes, but that's not. If you look at what he was trying to do, it was give more time to the defense to adjust accordingly. That's what he was pushing for. I, no, I understand that, but that's not a safety issue. That's because he's a defensive coach. He is a defensive coach, and he wants them to be better on defense. I understand that, but it's also a safety issue considering defenses need that time to rest. They need that time to prepare. Yes, yeah, it is. You got 55 scholarship players. You can run somebody else out there. It, it, it was not at all a safety issue. Okay. Don't believe it. I will go head-to-head with you on this. Well, you'll be wrong, but that's fine. Let's get to uh, now to this day in sports history. Again, it's brought to you by our friends at Honeybee Coffee. What is the, the, the Bucks thing you said? Go with the bee, not the Bucks. It's what's a buzz. Go ahead and uh, click on them. You can order now at Honeybee Coffee. This day in sports history is now. This day in sports history. Putting things in perspective exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. You're so old. When you were a kid, rainbows were black and white. And Amanda LaFrada. You kids on the block just called. They wanted you as a backup dancer. Stay in sports history, Nick Saban. Actually, he hit um, he, he hit a new mark. Five foot tall. He was 22 years old. Anyway, I'm going to write down the this day in sports history. Dave Hooker was wrong, or is that every day in sports history? No, uh, but you're upset about the Nick Saban safety thing issue because you. you I'm hate not him. upset. No, I'm. I don't. I'm not wrong, and I'm not upset. I'm not wrong. JL says Nick Satan does nothing unless it benefits him. You're right. I'm not disagreeing that it didn't benefit him. It definitely did. But there's also another aspect to that, and it's safety. And it was safety for his players. So, yes, it would benefit him anyway. 
Go get out. And then he did the same. And then after a year after complaining that he went and hired a guy he hated in Lane Kiffin to run an up-tempo offense. But other than that, you're arguing like perfect. All right. You and I can go head-to-head, and then tomorrow you can say how you were wrong. I'm looking um, forward to it. Too. All right, this day in sports history, what do we got? We have a lot of Olympic stuff today. It is Olympic time of the year. It's Olympic season, but in 2008, American super swimmer Michael Phelps wins his third of eight gold medals at the Beijing Olympics when he takes the 200-meter freestyle in a world record one, I don't know what this is, one minute, 42, I don't know. One minute, 42 seconds in the 100 meters? And 96, 200 meters. 200 meters? Is that a down impact or just a down? I don't think it's just a down. I think that would have to be a down impact. I'd ask somebody that recently. A lap is a down impact, but I didn't know it. So I happen to know that because I asked somebody before a couple weeks ago. So would it be four laps? I'm pretty sure. Or like four, one, two, two laps. One, two, two laps. Three, yes. <laughs> it's more confusing. Yes. yes. Um, so he did good stuff. I missed that. You missed that a little bit. Did you get excited and stay up late and watch Michael Phelps? I did. I got caught up into that pretty big time. Um, I don't know if I uh, – I think I, I tend to like the Olympics. I don't know if I stayed up and watched Michael Phelps. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah. But – he was kind of like, I guess, my generation's Mary Lou Retton. You know, she she transcended, um, and he transcended. And it was the one that he won in the middle of the one Olympics where he won, like, by .001 seconds. Like, he touched mm-hmm. that pad. And that was midway through his run of the record-setting journey. And I just remember, I'm like, I'm not missing another race that he runs in. And remember, it was tape-delayed. So you had to kind of stay away from the media and social media to watch it be fresh. So let's, uh, yeah, I I think that uh, Michael Phelps is one of those guys that's just a, a one in a million. I don't know that we'll ever see him again. Um, how many did he end up with? A gold medals. And out of that Olympics, he ended up with eight. Eight in one Olympics. Yeah. Do you realize how crazy that sounds? Um, yes. <laughs> I will never see a gold medal out of the Olympics, much less win one, much less win eight. Uh, what do you, who do you think has won the most uh, uh, the most gold medals? It's got to be Michael Phelps. Well, I would think. Um, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, so number one, number one. Uh, is Michael Phelps. 23 gold medals. 28 total medals. So, guess who's second in gold medals? Now, I know that swimming is different and you get to be in relays and all this stuff. I get that. But you can do that running. Yeah, you can do that in running as well. But second is Larissa Latininia out of the Soviet Union. And she was dirty and on steroids. I don't know that, but probably because she was from the Soviet Union, she was blood doping, dirty, and on steroids. Oh, my gosh. You are so... That is terrible. That is racism. That is That's terrible. Not, maybe 
it's not racism. It may be socialism. The society is the one I'm judging, not the race. I think the society of Russia and the Soviet Union was all about feeding their athletes blood doping. All right, political person. So 2007 PGA Championship men's golf, Southern Hills, defending champion Tiger Woods wins his fourth PGA Championship. So good. Missed those two. We're talking about two of the most. If you did a Mount Rushmore, dominant athletes, Michael Phelps and Tiger Woods are in the conversation, right? Yeah. 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 JL say, uh, says Saban may have initially been concerned for player safety with up-tempo offenses, but have become a, a hypocrite and hired Kiffin and Sark and turned to a spread uh, spread up-tempo. My guess is that uh, JL is the oldest of in his family of siblings because he's trying to make peace <laughs> with Amanda LaFrada, who is fantastic. I'm Dave Hooker. We'll talk to you at 8.30 on uh, Monday morning. After the ball's big scrimmage on Sunday. We'll have audio from that. All kinds of good stuff on Monday morning. So have a great weekend, everyone. Check out offthehooksports.com. She's the one, the only Amanda LaFrada. I'm Dave Hooker, presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Please hit that subscribe and like button. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.